Welcome to the Fundraising Freedom Podcast with Mary Valoni. I'm your host, Mary Valoni, and this is the place where fundraisers come to be encouraged, empowered, and educated on how to raise more funds and have more freedom. Welcome to episode 148. Today we're talking about how to fundraise during a pandemic. And I know you guys are bombarded with information about the coronavirus, so I am not going to go into all the details about this uh, this virus, but I have been getting a lot of questions about what do I do with my fundraising? Do I continue on? Do I push pause? Do I cancel my event? You know, all these questions that are coming up as you're trying to make the right decisions for your cause. And my number one piece of advice that I want to give to you right now is do not stop your fundraising. Okay. Do not allow this to stale or stagnate or freeze your fundraising because life will continue to go on, right? We all are going to continue to make decisions about how we're going to give and how we're going to invest. You know, a lot of people are questioning, okay, how much should I put into retirement? Because you're starting to see, you know, the stock market uh, drop significantly. But as you know, those things are all reactions to the market. And during this time, I want you to realize that this is when billionaires are made. So the wealthy population in in all of our communities, they are thinking about how am I going to capitalize on this season and how am I going to turn my money? How am I going to multiply my dollars and my investments? So a little bit different than maybe the average individual who is sitting there trying to figure out, oh shoot, maybe I need to cut back on my donations or maybe I need to cut back on what I'm doing. Uh, I want you to realize that if you're diversifying your fundraising across different groups of people, whether that's, you know, people who can, you know, they're just average individuals, people who are giving average dollar amounts all the way up the spectrum to people who are giving major gifts and contributing to your major campaigns. So note that depending on where they're at in their you know, their journey of life and whether or not they're investing significantly or not, that will determine their response to all of this. And what I'm finding working with a variety of clients who have a variety of, you know, of donors that are giving to their causes, I am still hearing that these wealthy donors are still giving. They're not stopping. They aren't slowing down. So do not hesitate to reach out to your donor base and continue to have these conversations about them giving to your cause. Now, I want to give you a few tips here as you're working through your fundraising so that you know, like, how do I make sure that I don't uh, trip up or I don't say something that might be disrespectful or, you know, just, we just want to tread lightly during this season, right? So one of the things that I just want to encourage you to do during this time is to not feel frantic. You know, don't feel like if I don't get these donations in tomorrow, we're not going to be able to keep our doors open. Now, I understand that that might be the situation for you, but for most of you, when you're fundraising, you're fundraising for the entire year, not for necessarily just the one month. So whether that donation comes in today or comes in in the next couple weeks or comes in in the next couple months, you're probably still going to be okay. So as you're having conversations with people, I want you to start to talk to them about just their giving in general. And 
let them know, just really preface in that conversation when you're making the ask that it is up to them as to how, you know, when they want to make that donation, do they want to make it now and they feel comfortable doing that? Or do they want to hold off and wait? This is also interesting, an interesting season too, because we're in the middle of tax season. So people are also doing their taxes. So this is normally kind of an, an interesting time of the year anyways, because, you know, you're waiting for people to do their taxes. Sometimes people are, are trying to make better decisions because they're starting to see, oh shoot, I should have given more away last year and I would have been able to get more deductibles, you know, off of their taxes and others who are just trying to make better plans, you know, so they're thinking through their generosity, they're thinking through their giving. And some people are getting those tax, you know, rebates, they're getting their money back. So now they've got more money to spend. And so they're thinking about who can I give to with my tax return. So I just want you to see that just because this pandemic is happening, does not mean that it's going to impact somebody's giving. So Obviously, in some circumstances, some populations of people are going to be extremely impacted and others who won't. So I just don't want you to make the decision for them. I don't want you to decide and just say, oh, well, everybody's shutting down. I guess we will too. Oh, everybody else is shutting down those fundraisers. I guess we're going to shut ours down too. So remember that you are the only you. Your cause is the only your cause. So nobody, you do not have to follow suit with everybody else. Uh, do what's best for you. Now, if postponing your event and postponing your fundraiser is the best thing to do, which I understand right now, a lot of events, I mean, heck, I mean, churches are shutting down their Sunday services, which is like, I mean, my church, they, they shut down, they haven't closed, haven't missed a service in 13 years. So it's like, I mean, it is, it's an unusual season. This is unusual times. So I get that. And, I, but I have seen people use this as an excuse. And so that's why I want to be a little bit harder on you today to actually look at your fundraising and make the decisions based on what's in the best interest of our cause, not necessarily what's going to be the easiest decision. And maybe you don't want to put on that fundraiser. Maybe you're like, eh, this is a good excuse. I don't want to do it. Let's just push it off. Now I have seen people do that and it's because they were lazy. They were lazy in their fundraising months ago and they didn't get their stuff together. And so now they're not in a position to have a successful fundraiser. And whether this you know, virus was happening or not, they would still have had a poor fundraiser. So you know, this is where when you are tasked with raising funds and you are the person who is in charge of raising the dollars, I want to give you some tips on what to do so that you are never in a state of panic. Okay. Like right now in my business and the work that I do, I am not in a state of panic at all because I don't ever depend on, uh, you know, everything happening in one, one swoop, you know, everything is happening to where it's like, I'm encouraging people to donate, to give, to be a part of this all year round. So when something like this happens, it's not like we're depending everything on one single event or one single fundraiser. So I want you to be prepared. I want you to be equipped to have these conversations with people. Uh, but I want to make sure that you guys are thinking through this so that you're never in a situation where you're in this freak out mode. Now, I know from years past, I have depended a lot on fundraising events in the past. So I've been there, done that on depending on an event and then the weather, something like this. And, and just, uh, 
here's the thing. It doesn't matter whether it's this being a pandemic or whether it's bad weather or your best donor not being able to come to your fundraiser. This stuff will happen. And so I don't know why we expect to put a date on the calendar and that the weather's going to be perfect and you know everything's just going to fall into place. We're, we are leaving a lot to chance. And that's where I want to encourage you today to start making better plans. Use this as an opportunity to learn and use this as an opportunity to start thinking through how do I better plan? How do I better prepare so that we're never dependent on a single fundraising event, a date on the calendar in order for us to be sustainable for the, the upcoming year. So I know for some of you who have postponed your fundraisers or pushed things back, I, I don't want you to shut down. Okay. So my number one thing I want you to hear from me today is do not stop your fundraising. Okay. Number one thing I want you to hear, do do not stop your fundraising. Number two, schedule those meetings. So right now, a lot of people are at home. They're working from home. Their kids are at home. You know, so everything has kind of been shut down in their worlds, which is a great opportunity for us because now we can schedule those appointments and people are a little bit in flux as far as, you know, they already know that they can't do the same appointments that maybe they were planning. So now they're going to be able to free up their schedule a little bit to have conversations like this um, that maybe they wouldn't have otherwise. So that's what I'm doing. I'm scheduling meetings. I am not saying, oh my gosh, you have to write us a check today, but I am preparing for the future. So these conversations are so important for your future success. So as soon as people feel comfortable, whether that's today, tomorrow, or in the upcoming months, I want them to be ready and equipped to say yes to me and say yes to giving to our, our fundraiser, our campaign. So here's what I want to see happen is have those conversations with people, reach out to them, schedule appointments so that you can start to talk about them. This is a great reason to reach out to them because you want to see how are they doing? Is there anything that you can do to help them? Can, you know, for those of you who are in ministry, can I pray for you? Can I, you know, talk through some of this stuff with you to help you through it? Um, can you give us some advice as we move forward? Maybe they can impart some wisdom, which allows them an opportunity to feel connected to your work because now they're going to be like, oh gosh, I can't even imagine what you guys are going through. And now it's a great opportunity for you to get their input, get their feedback and have those conversations with them. So schedule those meetings. Do not be afraid to reach out. Do not freeze. Okay. So, and then the third thing is, is I just want you to be planning for the future. So prepare for the months and years ahead. Right now, use this as an opportunity to start planning. You don't have to be in large crowds to sit down with a pen and paper with your dry erase board and some markers and start talking through what do we want? What is it that we want? And that's going to make sure that we're sustainable and we're taken care of for the months and years ahead. So a lot of times what we do is we take this time to maybe just be on vacation 
And that's what I'm going to push back against is do not allow this to be an excuse for you to go on vacation and to take a break and to shut down. This is not the time to shut down. This is the time to amp up. Like I said, this is when wealthy people become billionaires. This is where you capitalize on the situation because now you've got an opportunity to engage in conversation that maybe you didn't have before. Who are those people you've been trying to get a hold of and just haven't been able to connect with them? Now is the time to have those conversations. Now is the time to reach out to them. Now, I had somebody reach out to me this morning, actually, and was asking you know, a little bit about what they should do. And my response to in this was, I want you to be extra sensitive when you make the ask. So do not put the hard sell on. Now, this is, this is advice for you, whether it's today, whether it was months ago, or whether it's months in the future. The same premise goes is that I don't ever want anybody to feel any sense of pressure from me. I want giving to my cause to feel very rewarding, very joyful, you know, that there's no sense of desperation with them having to give to us. So I never want to come to a donor in a state of desperation because they can feel that. I want to come to a donor with plans for the future. I want to come with, look at what we can do during this time. Here's what we can do to make a huge difference in the lives of people because of this tragedy, because of things that are happening. So maybe your cause, you guys are able to uh, to really serve your client base, your your constituents in a way that maybe you didn't ever have before. Now, I went through a major, you know, it was a natural disaster when I was working, you know, for the American Cancer Society many years ago. We were servicing the area of Southwest Missouri. And during that time, Joplin got hit by, by a tornado. And in that moment, everybody just shut down, very similar to what's happening here, but obviously an isolated situation because it was just in the community of Joplin. But that natural disaster rippled through the entire state. I could tell it rippling through the nation. So whenever a natural disaster happens, you can see that you know impacting not just the community, but you can see it everywhere. So just like this virus is impacting the entire world, natural disasters do the same thing. So this information, it, it goes across boundaries, you know, depending on, you know, you guys, you guys know that crisis is crisis. You know, when something like this happens, it is our job to step up and find a way that we can still engage our community, still engage our donor base and make sure that we're still relevant in the conversation. So what I did when it came to the Joplin tornado was, you know, we, I, I couldn't even think about fundraising, to be honest with you. I had a really difficult time talking to my donor base at all about fundraising because it felt so insensitive. It was like, this is not what we should be talking about right now. And, and of course, because so many people had died and so much destruction was in place. So what I did was I actually rallied my volunteers and we talked about how do we help our people in that community? How do we go there? How do we engage? How do we help them in times of trial? And so that's where it it makes such a difference to be able to say, how can we serve during this time? So instead of asking for money, ask, 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 now we're talking about how do we serve our people well so that they say, oh my goodness, you guys are not like everybody else. You guys are different. And that's what you want to see. You want your donors and your volunteers to be like, wow, I'm really proud of the fact that I'm a part of that organization. They did this right. 
And so that's where I want you to be able to step up in this time and be able to say, I'm here to serve. We're here to, to, to really accommodate and take care of our people well. So yeah, I, when that happened in Joplin, I mean, we went there, we started, you know, trying to help our cancer patients, make sure that they got their medication, make sure that they were taken care of their food, shelter, all those sorts of things that were just basic necessities. We were having conversations about to make sure that they were taken care of. So right now, a lot of people are in lockdown. It's not so much that everybody has the coronavirus, but there are a lot of people that are sitting at home a bit uncertain, trying to figure out what they're going to do next. So your donor base and your client, you know, your constituent base, they are probably going through a state of fear, maybe anxiety, maybe frustration. I'm not sure, but you know, your people well, and you know, your people best. So now's the time to serve. So then when you have the conversation with somebody about, Hey, we want you to be a part of our future fundraiser. We want you to be a part of what we're doing. Uh, do not feel pressured to do it right now, but I want to invite you to be a part of it because we can't get into somebody's head. We cannot determine whether they're risk adverse or they're, you know, feeling like this is the time where they can make the greatest impact. They got cash in the bank. They want to do something. They want to make a difference. Do not make the decision for your donor. Do not assume right now that people are not going to want to give. Don't assume that people are not going to want to volunteer because that is just not the case. So I think we do that. It's, it's unfortunate for us that we like to make decisions for our people without asking them for their feedback. And, you know, I'm going through the same thing. I have an event that's coming up trying to determine what do we do? We're going back and forth on conversations, but this is a great time for us to have those conversations with our people to find out what do you want? How should we do this? And what's going to be the best way to serve you? So remember that, that don't be afraid. You know, like I said, don't be afraid to pick up the phone and have those conversations right now because now is the time for us to really lean in and uh, start creating those plans because as soon as things start to clear up, you want to be the top of mind organization. You want to be on the, the top of their mind is, wow, they really did this well and I'm proud to be a part of that group and I want to continue to give and give in a bigger way as we move forward. So all right. Um, that's, you know, pretty much what I have for you today, because I do think that, uh, you know, we just can't sit back and I just want to make sure that you hear that. Do not sit back, do not freeze, do not make the, don't allow this to be an excuse to not move forward. Now is the time to take action. Now's the time to have the conversations. Now's the time to move forward. Okay. All right. Hope you guys have a great week. I know you're probably going to be in isolation. So I hope that you have some time to maybe listen back to some old episodes of the Mary Valoni show slash fundraising freedom podcast. And uh, just listen to some of these episodes, start digging into your own fundraising plan. What are you doing? Well, what could you improve upon and utilize this time to move your mission forward? All right. Have a great week. Let's go change the world. One volunteer and $1 at a time.